Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ here in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, only about 13 or so minutes, but it's every day keeping us in God's Word, and that helps us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We encourage you to share these studies with everybody you can, help people in your life grow in their faith, come closer to God, and maybe even you can help them get to heaven. Share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with everybody you can. What a blessing for somebody to have their life turned around as you have gotten them into God's Word through these studies. Blessing for them and a blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to conclude our line of thought and study. We've been asking the question, why am I a believer in Jesus Christ? Why am I a Christian? Being a true believer in Jesus is necessarily going to bring us to the point it's going to naturally result in our becoming a Christian, because that's what true faith in Christ leads us to do. Well, why? Are there any advantages over not believing in Jesus, over not being a Christian? Does it make any sense to be a believer, to be a Christian? Well, we've seen resoundingly, yes. Yes, absolutely. No question about it. And we've talked about a whole bunch of different blessings that are exclusive to true Christians. Number one, hmm, I've been forgiven. When I became a Christian, I was forgiven of all the guilt of all of my sins. Acts 22 and verse 16. When I became a Christian, I was justified before God through Christ. Acts 13 and verse 39. When I became a Christian, I became a new creation spiritually. I got a brand new start on life from a spiritual perspective. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. When I became a Christian, I was sanctified in Christ. Set apart from the world. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 2. In that I was no longer living a worldly lifestyle. 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 through 11. When I became a Christian, God bestowed me with the Holy Spirit in some way. He is a guarantee of my eternal life, my salvation. 1 Corinthians 6, and verse 19. And Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14. When I became a Christian, I was delivered from eternal condemnation in hell. That was my prospect while I was still lost in my sins. But when I became a Christian, having been forgiven and saved, I was delivered from that condemnation. Romans 8 and verse 1, and again, in Christ. When I became a Christian, I was promised all of the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 1 and verse 3. When I became a Christian, God adopted me as his child in the most special sense, his spiritual child. Galatians 4 and verse 7, and Galatians 3 and verse 29. And I became an heir through Christ, an heir of God through Christ. When I became a Christian, I was saved through Christ. I was saved. John 3, 16, 
John 3.36, Matthew 16, verses 15 and 16, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. I was saved. And I want us to think about this last one here that we're going to enumerate, and we could probably talk about others. But as when I became a Christian, the result of all of these other blessings, forgiveness, justification, becoming a new creation, being sanctified in Christ, being the temple of the Holy Spirit, being delivered from condemnation because of my sin, blessed with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ, having been adopted as a child of God, having come into salvation, eternal life through Christ. The result of all of this, I'm blessed with a peace that the world is groping around for and looking for in all the wrong places. A peace that only comes by being a Christian, by being a true, faithful, obedient follower of Christ. Even as Jesus was preparing to be on that cross, on the night of his betrayal with his apostles, in John chapter 14 and verse 27, he told them this, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Oh, my. What a blessing. Peace through Christ. A peace, he says, that is unlike any peace the world might offer. People are looking for peace all the time. They're groping around. They're trying to find peace. They sign peace agreements between nations. People talk about reconciliation and relationships and, hey, let's, let's be at peace with one another. We look for peace, but we're looking at it. We're looking for a peace that is of this world. And ultimately, that's never going to be fully fulfilling and absolutely guaranteed. But in Christ, we have a peace that is unique, that is much more profound, that is much more sustaining for us. It gives us that calmness. It lets us have confidence, even in a life that the world may be throwing at us all kinds, or through which the world may be throwing at us all kinds of problems and challenges. But we have a peace that is unique, a peace that is deeper than most people are experiencing in their lives who are outside of Christ. It is a peace that comes only to the Christian. In Romans 5 and verse 1, the Apostle Paul wrote, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my. And then the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4, and what a great text of Scripture this is. Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. 
You know, a Christian has a reason to rejoice always, no matter what's going on in the world around him, even no matter what's going on in his life. We're all faced with lots of challenges, difficulties. Everybody gets sick. Just about everybody gets injured from time to time. We deal with relational problems with other people, maybe even our spouses at times, family members, friends, neighbors, work associates. We may end up in being informed that we've lost our job, and so there's financial challenges that come our way. But because we know that we have already been given, already been guaranteed, already been promised by God through Christ an eternal home in heaven, we know that whatever this world throws at us, whatever difficulties, challenges, negativities that we might experience in our physical life in this world, that's temporary. That's not where it all is. We're looking forward to that eternal home with God in heaven. And so rejoice in the Lord always. We can rejoice even in the face of all those negatives. Again, I will say rejoice. Be anxious for nothing, verse 6, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God because we're true Christians. We have the confidence that we can always call upon God in prayer for whatever the need might be in our life. And then verse 7, get this, pay attention to this. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding... How do you explain this peace, the peace in being a Christian, the peace that is from God, unique peace to a person who has never experienced it because they're not a true Christian? And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Oh, how our hearts and minds need that guarding all the time. God promises us that peace through Christ, through having become a Christian, being a true believer. That's a peace that this world does not and cannot offer because it is only from God and only through Christ. When we think about that eternal home in heaven, it is going to be absent so much of the difficult, well, all of the difficulties and challenges of this life. In the Revelation chapter 7, a description of heaven, a brief description, verse 16, they shall neither hunger anymore nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any heat. For the Lamb is in the midst of the throne. He will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away every tear from their eyes. That is unique, profound, spiritual peace that comes only through being a Christian. 
Why am I a Christian? We've answered all, we've answered that question over and over and over again. And in view of all of these blessings in being a Christian, how can anybody not believe in Jesus? How can anybody not obey his teachings and become a Christian? How about you? Have you become a true Christian? Have you truly given your life to the Lord? And the life that you're living now in the flesh, you're living by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. Galatians 2 and verse 20, we'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email link and email us that way. We'd love to send you a free Bible study through the mail. Or if you just want to study back and forth through the email process, we can do that. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397. We'd love to hear from you. We hope we will very soon. Let's pray. Father, guide us in your will. Guide us to become Christians and bless us thereby with that peace that this world does not understand because they're looking for a different kind of peace in different directions. But this is the greatest peace that anyone could experience. Praise be to you, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.